Aguilar, a newly grad from TFCA, since it's a season shifting for me, high school to college, hindi talaga ako mahabalik sa campus ko. And what I miss about my campus, um, besides my friends and the teachers, is the environment it brings. Kasi more than five times a week rin ako pumapasok, lalo na pag may requirements or my events. Hi, ako si Chris, incoming grade 12 Humes mula sa Oserizal University. At ang namiss ko sa campus ay yung bonding namin ng mga kaibigan ko tuwing recess. Hi po, my name is Felicity and I'm from the campus of Paul Technic University of the Philippines. And yung ina-expect ko naman po this school year is na magiging mas considerate pa po yung mga teachers namin, especially po ngayon na we're still facing a pandemic. And then po na, ina-expect ko rin po na we'll still be connected yung mga klase po namin, mga teachers po namin kahit online lang po kami mag-meet or mag-uusap. Hi! I am Yaira. I am from Rizal Technological University. At ang namimiss ko sa campus ay yung routine. Yung 100 steps na tinatake ko from the dorm to the school and then another 200 from Julie's Bake Shop sa kantin papuntang classroom. Nakakamiss lang yung everyday na nakikita ko yung mga bagay na yun. Hi, my name is Alana, first year college from PUP Santa Mesa. Pero naman, this coming school year is mas matutunan and mas maintindihan ko yung mga topics and mga lessons kahit na hindi face-to-face interactions yung mga klase and kahit through online lang siya. Tsaka syempre makapag-adjust din sa bagong system. Hi po! Ako po si Sky and isa po akong sudyante ng CEU Mahati. Uh, siguro po yung ina-expect ko po for this um, school year na paparating. Siyempre, school works ulit, balik-aral, also paperwork since online uh, classes pa din. Ayun po! Hi! Alam namin marami sa atin na nagtatanong, ano bang magiging itsura ng susunod na pasukan? Worth it pa ba mag-enroll? Okay lang ba mag-enroll ngayon? In this episode, we invited a seasoned educator and academician to help us navigate this conversation. Her insights are really valuable and her opinions are her personal views and do not necessarily reflect the view of every nation campus. This is Today on Campus, a podcast where we talk about students' experiences on and off campus, from pop culture to other culturally disruptive moments. I am Dave. And I am Jello. Today, we will be talking about something that our students will be facing in the next couple of weeks. Ayan, naku, inaabangan to ng mga estudyante natin. At ito ang mga paparating na online classes. Yes, sobrang exciting na mga pag-uusapan natin. And I don't know kung ano yung sentiment ng mga estudyante, fellow campus missionaries, and even parents about this topic. Kaya dahil dyan, Dave, nag-invite tayo ng guest. Yun, exciting! Tayo, di ba? Kasi kailangan natin ng guidance eh. So yung in-invite nating guest really is very knowledgeable about this topic kasi sa mismo, uh, nagli-lead din siya in this context. We invited the principal of FEU Alabang. Uh, her name is Dr. Eva Arsena to join us in this conversation. And not only that, hindi lang siya educator, she's also uh, a very active disciple maker in one of our centers or churches in Victory Imus. So actually, magka-center kami. So Ma'am Eva, welcome to Today on Campus. Hi, Jello and Dave. Good morning. And good morning to everyone, especially those who are our students who must be interested in what we're going to discuss this morning. Yes, Ma'am. Magandang araw po sa inyo. So Ma'am, let's start this. Kasi alam ko marami mga students din talaga na nagtatanong na dito, Ma'am. Pero bago yun, no? siguro kayo Ma'am mismo, Uh, alam ko every day or most of the weeks naman nasa 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 school kayo no pero kayo ma'am itong paparating na school year na to ngayon pa lang ano yung mga parang nami-miss niyo na agad na foresee niyo mami-miss niyo sa darating na school year We've been out of school for almost four months and last week uh, we were allowed to go back to our to FAU Alabang with a lot of restrictions and protocols that we have to follow. And our my experience is when I went inside the, the campus, I miss the noise. I miss the action of the students. Basically, pagpasok mo pa lang, makikita mo na ang gugula na sila. 
and uh, thinking of the possibility that will not happen, especially at the beginning of the school year on August 24, it, it gave me goosebumps na sabi ko, Lord, definitely ito yung mga bagay na that came from the old norm that all of us has been so used to. That the possibility that this thing will not happen is not far from reality. Because that's this is what we call the new norm right now. So of course, the same noise and, and excitement of going to school, that necessarily studying, ang marami ang gamimiss ng maraming mga estudyante this coming school year. Oh, kasi ma'am, di ba pagpasok mo sa, sa campus, ito yung distinct characteristic ng school eh, ng campus, lalo na kung high school or college. Yes. Pagpasok mo may nagda-drum and lar sa, sa gilid, mm-hmm. yeah. ng sayaw, dito sa kabilang side, tapos may mga mm-hmm. nag-eventuan, may mga nagbabasketball. Mm-hmm. So, parang mawawala ba yun? sa Parang nakikita ba natin na magbabago yon sa paparating na school year? Uh, at the beginning of the school year, definitely, when school starts on August 24, with the absence of a clear uh, direction of where there'll be a vaccine, vaccine, what will be the cure, definitely during the first semester or half of the year, that will happen. Na wala mo na yung mga action na yun. That's why... Those words na online learning, distance education came out is because that is the reality of the new norm. Ayun, grabe. No, mga students na nakikinig, so kung malaman nyo to, namimiss kayo ng mga teachers at educators nyo. Namimiss nila yung ingay nyo. Yeah. <laughs> Totoo, ma'am. Totoo. Yung nga isang bagay na yun, no? Mm-hmm. Na biglang... Uh, nagulat na lang din tayo kung anong mangyayari. No? So, ma'am, let's expound on that. What should we expect about it? Let's go about learning muna before we go to the the environment mm. also and, and the other quote-unquote extracurricular activities. Kasi right. most of the students that we asked, syempre ang primary concern uh, nila din is the learning part. So, yeah. they've been hearing about the modular or the online classes. So, what should we expect, ma'am? At least uh, a ballpark uh, I am sure, mm-hmm. ma'am, you, you know also uh, a bit about kung anong siguro magiging itsura din ng, ng public at syempre a bit about also what's, what right. what could be the landscape pag private. So ano pong itsura nun? Like the school hours, the work hours, paano po yung project, a whole day pa rin po ba to? Broken time pa rin ba to? Uh, pre-recorded ba to? Live ba to? Ano pong, ano pong ma-expect ng mga students natin? Okay. The first thing that we have to do is this is the new norm of education. Okay. What you're asking was the word learning. But before we do that, let us take a look at the two branches of education here in the Philippines right now, right? Actually, there are three, but let us only focus on two. The third one is the textbook, which somehow I let us put it aside. Dahil I think on that area, I, it will be really hard for them to prepare. But the two branches of bureaucracy in education is the DepEd, which takes care of the K-12, to and the CHED, which takes care of the college. Now, both of these agencies are preparing so that they will give effective, productive, and quality learning to our students. Pag pinag-uusapan natin yung learning, ibig sabihin, ibig sabihin the focus definitely are the students. That's why for this year, both CHED, especially the basic ed, the basic education, when we speak about basic education, as I've said, from kinder, kinder to grade 12, we were given the task that we have to make sure that there is continuity of learning. When you say continuity of learning, the first thing that they have to define is for this year, we have what we call minimum expected competencies. Meaning to say, ta-targetin lang natin yung pinakamahalagang competencies that every student, regardless of what level, kung kinder man yan, kung grade 12, hanggang college, targeting only the competencies they, that they would need to go on and practically with life. I hope you get what I mean. Meaning to say, 
we will just be focusing on certain areas that would be valuable and is very basic foundation for each and every level. May mga learning competencies na sa tingin namin ay hindi kailangan at hindi magiging magandang pondasyon para sa pag-aaral ng mga bata sa susunod na taon. And we that that we do not say that they are not important, but important that but they are not essential foundations. So um both public and private, public of course, yung preparation nila is funded by the government. Uh uh, it it was uh, I think uh, last week of May. No, it's March. Um, May 11. The Department of Education and Bochet firmly decided that education would go on. Secretary Briones was so firm about saying that no one can stop learning, no one can stop, or nothing can stop education. War, famine calamity, even COVID will not stop learning. Kasi based on history, ay kahit ano naman ay hindi naapektuhan ang pagpatuloy ng edukasyon. Kahit mga bagyo pa yan, or as I said, if you, if you remember, 200 years ago, nangyari na naman itong ganitong pandemic, right? But education still continues. Actually, kung babalikan natin, when it was March 11 that it was declared na walang pasok. Since then, hindi na nakabalik ang mga bata sa eskwelahan. The school year ended in a way that some schools did mass promotion. Some schools already uh, uh, capitalized the online or distance learning just to go on and finish the school year. And somehow, that gave us the idea kung ano yung mangyayari sa susunod na pasukan. But, since we had already since we had already experienced some problems like kasi po if you notice nagsisimula ang pasukan sa Pilipinas ng June, July, August tama the old tradition nagsisimula ng June yung iba naman sumunod July and then August so last school year natapos po yon in such a way that most schools especially private schools went on distance or online learning now, with the problems that we encountered namin, as we ended the school year 2019-2020, that became our uh, data database and somehow gathered information on how we were able to close the semester, the school year, moving forward towards the school year. Opo, meron lang po kami mga gustong balikan doon sa... Yeah. And maybe, kahit ano lang po, mga... Quick clarification. So nabanggit niyo po kanina no na mag yung education natin or yung approach natin this coming school year would be focusing more on the fundamentals, yeah. yung mga essentials. Mm-hmm. Uh, ano po yung ibig sabihin noon in practical terms? Ibig po bang sabihin magbabawas tayo ng subject or uh konti po ba yung mga topic na i-discuss per subject? Uh, okay. Ano pong Okay, that's a good question. Actually, hindi magbabago ang mga subjects. But we will only be uh, selecting from among the topics that is prescribed by both departments. But basically, ang focus ay nasa basic ed eh, from grade at uh, kinder to grade 12. Na hindi mababawasan ng subject, pero yung content mismo will be different from the existing prescribed. Meaning to say, may mga topics lang nababawasin. Pero ang subject, meron pa math, meron pa science. No? Pero yung mga schools that is offering extra other than what is prescribed, they have the option na tanggalin yun. Kasi uh, sa mga curriculum na mga private schools, yung mga extra subjects pe. So for now, what is highly recommended is bawasan yung mga... Uh, topics that is being discussed per subject, but the subject will remain the same. Okay. Paano po mo yung dun sa uh, mga, di ba, meron tayong strand sa senior high school. Mm-hmm. Tapos one of the strands is yung technical vocational or tech mm-hmm. voc. Mm-hmm. And yung tech voc ay more on practical eh. Tama mm-hmm. po, di ba? Mm-hmm. Pa- pa- uh, magkakaroon pa rin po ba ng tech voc, tech voc uh, strand this coming school year or mm-hmm. wala 
uh, most probably yung mga incoming grade 12, kasi ang senior high school naman ay dalawa lang, ba? Yung mga incoming grade 12, tuloy yun. But those schools who are offering um, tech book for the incoming grade 11, kung, kung ma-persuade nila to just take other strands like GAS, which is general, general academics, they would probably be uh, allowing them, or not allowing them, but uh, would uh, encourage Take them. them the, oh, oh, na wag na mo na mag textbook. Though we, uh, those textbook schools are designing even virtual application of, and actually, and dami naman na mga video recordings. But then, of course, and face to face. Iba pa rin and, eh. Yes, iba pa rin. Oh, oh. Oh, oh. So. Uh, yung grade 12, most probably magpapatuloy yan. But for incoming grade 11, I, they will be encouraged na baka pwedeng wag na muna. Mama, I understand na iba-iba din naman per school or maybe per administration ng mga schools yung magiging mm-hmm. schedule ng mga studyante. Pero uh, at least generally ballpark, since nabanggit niyo po kanina na may mga ilang subjects, or ibang tama ibang mga subjects ang natanggal na pero yung core subjects o yung core uh, things na dapat matutunan ng students ay nandoon pa rin. So mm-hmm. paano po yung uh, yung ano nila on a daily basis anong oras po sila uh, magsa-start uh, may weekends pa po ba dati kasi tiba meron meron um, minsan ang, ang shifting ng klase is uh, Monday Wednesday tiba Thursday mm-hmm. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Wednesday, Saturday. So, ganun pa rin po ba, ma'am? Full load pa rin ba siya? Or ano pong... May, may regular school hours pa rin ba? Like 7 mm-hmm. to 5? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. or ano na, uh, more on, bigyan namin kayo ng work, tapos basta magiging output-based na ba? Mm-hmm. Ganito. Kaya nga sinasabi ko sa inyo kanina, there will be words that will be coming out that you have to fully understand. Number one, there are two words na ginagamit in synchronous and asynchronous online learning. When you say synchronous, that is the timer and there is real-time interaction between the two students and the teachers. Ito yon, just like what Naka-live we're right po. now. Naka-live yes, that, uh, uh, ibig sabihin, ibig sabihin ganito. Remember, coming from the old school or coming from the old norm, ay meron tayong schedule na English 7, 8 to 5. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry, 8 to 9, 9 to 10, yeah. and so on and so on. Okay, so pag synchronous, there would somehow be a schedule like that that it has to be followed. Meaning to say, si teacher, imimit kita ng 8 to 8.30. Nine, uh, English teacher. Then math is 8.30 to 9. Then 9 to 11. Yun yung synchronous. Meaning to say, Merong actual interaction. But if you notice, look at my example. 8 to 8.30, 8.30 to 9. Ilang minuto lang yon. 30 lang. Ma. 30, right? Example ko lang yon. Because, hindi advisable, according to studies, hindi, during, as, during synchronous, ay hindi pwedeng magbabad ng certain number of hours ang studyante online. Usually, the maximum is 4. So, for us, for synchronous learning, there will be, there again, I repeat, there will be specific schedule to follow, but limited number of hours of engagement. Yan yung tinatawag na synchronous learning. Okay, now, yung asynchronous naman is all the lessons, all the materials, learning materials, even uh, video coursewares, uh, e-books, are modules, uploaded. Yes, modules, yes, modules will be uploaded or available on the specific learning management systems that will be provided by the school. Ibig sabihin, nakaredy na yon anytime uh, the students can access at his own convenient time. That's asynchronous, meaning to say, this is students are learning according to their own facing. Oh, na kung uh, yes, nakalatag ang lahat ng content for the whole quarter, for the whole year or trimester 
sa learning system and the only thing that the student has to do is to access them at the comforts of their home and at their own time. But the reason kung bakit may existing tuition fee pa rin ngayon is because... Ayun ma'am, tatanong namin yes. yun sana. <laughs> yeah, papasok ko na. Because it will still be under the supervision of a teacher. So, ibig sabihin nun, ma'am, um, let's say, sabi nyo, nakalagay, naka-upload or made available na mga materials. Mm-mm. Ibig sabihin din nun, the student can interact with their teachers yes. uh, uh, oh. even beyond doon sa hours na allotted. Pagka-synchronous, kasi pwedeng, meron pa rin tinatawag na blended learning, eh. meaning to say, it's the combination of synchronous and asynchronous. Ibig sabihin, they coexist in one learning uh, system. So, kasi nga, as I've said, hindi ina-advise na ang bata or ang student will go whole day online. So, definitely, pagka-synchronous, maximum of four hours lang yun a day. And actually po, yung from kinder to grade uh, grade four or six, less eh. Ang kinder nga to grade three is two hours lang. Ang elementary, four to, four to six ay three lang. So, yung mga ganun, that's part of the dynamics. That is for synchronous. Now, ang, ta- ang tanong niya sa akin, will the, will, there, will the teacher be there 24-7 na anytime pwede? No, I won't recommend that. that wa- that's the reason why I'm, I, we are conducting a research right now on how will be the best way for us to do this. It's because me, my, me on my end, I will only be, uh, the teachers will be available from eight from for consultation for direct teaching for assistance to my students from eight to five ah, okay so we still have, within that time na yes na. within that time parang we still have to pref, to professionalize the approach that's good meaning to say i know it's a problem of connectivity right so minsan yung ibang mga lugar ang connectivity nila ay mas malakas pagka madaling araw or we time of the night and in the morning. So, that, that is one of the structures that I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to work on. There will be protocols wherein the teachers will be available to assist you for direct consultations or even synchronous learning only from 8 to 5. But if, if during asynchronous, ang bata to go ahead, learn as much as you can. But if you need the assistance of the teachers, they will only be available from 8 to 5. Ma'am, paano naman yung mga ano, uh, projects, uh, assignments, quizzes, um, mm-hmm. ganun, ano ba siya, output-based? Output ganun din ba siya? Synchronous and asynchronous din ba siya? At mga, paano, uh, nila, paano natin malalaman kung sila talaga isasagot doon at di nila ginugil? Okay, uh, okay. This is how it works right now. Definitely, Google will be our best best friend and everyone's friend, teachers and students. Remember, knowledge is borderless, right? Hindi na lang po teacher ang source ng knowledge ngayon. We had provided certain content within the learning system. May nakalagay kaming content, ano yung dapat aralin, ano yung mga dapat na itest and quizzes and all. But then, basically, since knowledge is borderless, meaning to say even the students themselves, right, can go online, research, and look for certain topics. But of course, kasama ng ituturo namin is how they will select the proper sites. Kasama po yun sa magiging uh, orientation sa mga students, parents, and of course, so our teachers. So definitely, yung sinasabi yung project, there will still be projects. There will still be outputs. And there are several ways of doing that. Lalo na ang K-12, performance-based po kasi ang K-12. And one of the component is the performance task. So basically, dito talagang ang bata has to submit outputs. Now, paano yun mga project? Written project, madali yun. Research, madali yun. But of course, what could possibly happen? Ma'am, paano niyo makukuha yung output ko? How do I conduct experiment? That's why we had what we call the virtual that's like what we're doing right now. No? Isa sa mga delivery is, okay, go ahead. If you, PE, if you need to dance, then we have to go virtual. O oh, yun. 
Ayan. Parang TikTok lang. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Lahat <laughs> yan, magagamit nyo. Prolong TikTok. Si- yes, and in science, if you want to show an experiment, then while the teacher is demonstrating it on my end, the instudyante, ang asa- bibigyan ko na kayo ng assignment, okay. And usually, what I ask my uh, teachers is make sure that those materials na ipapagamit ninyo ay available sa bahay. Or ah. else, you have to give them advice as advanced assignments na, example, kailangan mo ng lemon. Hello, hindi uso ang lemon sa Pilipinas. Mas maraming kalamansi. Kalamansi na lang ang paggamit mo. Ah, o kaya okay. suka. So that's how we were trying to design in such a way that even at the comforts of our home, even those experiments, even those uh, PITAS, except for basketball, palagay ko ay magre-resort tayo sa, sa mga messenger sample. na basketball na lang daw ma. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oo. So ma'am, pati yung exams ba? Ganun na rin. Um, isisynchronous uh, yun rin ba siya? Or i-asynchronous uh, It depends on the capability of the school. Okay. So depende okay. na yon sa, ano, sa yes. administration. Let, yes. Let me define to you that the kind of capability. Because pag sinami pong learning management system, there is a possibility, that's the reason why, again, bakit mahal pa rin ang tuition fee? Bakit kailangan pa rin kaming magbayad? Eh, online lang kami. That online thing is creating a lot of problems right now among schools. It's because, one, it's not just having internet connection. It's not just having for you to be able to download those, those lessons. You know, for us to have a credible and effective way of assessing students, we have to buy that kind of application in creating tests. Tulad nga siya na, magpapano yung test? Kailangan namin bumili ng mga specialized, like us, I belong, FEU and some other big schools are capable of investing millions on that is because yung randomized testing that we are doing through standardized tests internationally, yes. we have to buy that because we have to to make sure the integrity of the exam. So, pag ang, ang studyante, sabi mo, ay ma'am, i-google lang namin. Yung mga outputs nila, pwede uh-huh. nilang i-google. But during the test, the questions will be randomized. And then, uh-huh. one of the SSES, that's those those are the applications that we have to buy. Now, in the event, eto, di ba? We're speaking of connectivity and online, right? Now, what would happen to those students who have problems with connectivity? Doon papasok yung tinatawag na blended learning. Una, lessons are available online, tests are available online, uploaded and ready for their use. What would happen to those students who still wanted to go to school and have some problems with connectivity? Doon papasok yung mga blended learning na tinatawag, wherein we will be providing them with learning packets o yung tinatawag nyo na modules. Printed modules that instead of books, there will be modules, workbooks, that they have to either be having, uh, what you call this, yung uh, thumb drives, or printed that, there will, that could either be delivered, that they will buy from school, and they will do it at home. Doon papasa yung struggle namin on how we are going to assess them. Other than yung kanilang mga deliverables like quizzes that is found in the module, we are only depending on humanity for them to be honest. Because on the process, sila din yun. Because there are some work that will be graded and ungraded. That's why nakalagay dapat, nakalagay, isa sa mga pinapauso namin ngayon is the honesty pledge of every student. That what I'm doing will be in accordance to honesty na yung sinasagutan ko, hindi ako mangongopia sa module na hawa ko, but really measuring of what I know. Yeah. Uh, isa yon. Or the test can be delivered to them na dadalin sa kanila na we have artistic ways of doing is We administrators have to define ways, design ways on how we could be artistic so that we'll be able to have gather data of actual learning of our students. Ma'am, ito, meron akong question. Ah, okay. Well, those are really great plans. And I'm, I'm sure na yung uh, CHED and DepEd and even mga local school administrators have been preparing rigorously for this yeah. transition. Mm-hmm. And 
ano rin siguro, no, eventually, kakailangan din, din talaga nating i-maximize at i-develop yung online capacity ng educational system natin as a nation. So, papunta talaga tayo doon. Totoo. But, uh, yung, siguro yung sentiments ngayon no, ng maraming estudyante or even ng mga parents is yung readiness natin at this point. Mm-hmm. Kaya, uh, well, we really can't also discount yung mga concerns nila. For example, nung nakaraang semester, bago, di ba, nakat abruptly yung school tapos mm-hmm. naging online, we were all forced to go online, yung experience din ng mga students pagdating sa online learning or sa online classes, medyo naging, if I may say this word, traumatic for them. Kasi mm-hmm. uh, yung abrupt na adjustment, tapos biglang tambak yung mga schoolwork nila, yung dami nang kailangan i-comply. Uh, kasabay pa nun na nag-a-adjust din sila sa pandemic, <laughs> na meron din, meron din silang mga pinagdadaanan emotionally or sa bahay. Siguro as we face another school year, and mukhang tuloy talaga, no? Kasi firm nga yung DepEd at saka yung CHED dito sa direction na to. What, how can we assure the students na okay okay to, pwede kayong mag-enroll, hindi ito, na, maayos na lahat, etc. What can we actually say to assure them? Okay, one. Definitely no one has prepared to what had happened. That fateful day, of March 11, when the school, when the DepEd and CHED declared walang pasok because we were not able to go back to school anymore. And the last group of people who will be able to go back will be the students. Remember, if there is one avenue, a venue for the quick spread of COVID-19 without vaccine will be the schools, right? And lahat naman, no one, since no one is prepared for what had happened that fateful day and, the, and how the semester ended, definitely uh, school administrators, teachers have tried their best to also cope up with what could possibly uh, end uh, graciously ang school year. And I have to say graciously, talagang it's only by the grace of God that we can think outright kung ano ang gagawin. Now, if you notice, those school which started June and should end end of April, I totally hindi na sila nag-final exams, right? Uh, even the government officials has pronounced na imas promote na yan. Yung mga, na, kaya natuwa po yung mga bagsak kasi... Hindi ako, hindi ako dapat papasagyan. Grace the Lord, yun, Grace. Yes, Grace kaya nga sabi sa'yo, graciously eh. Kaya nga sabi niya, graciously. Yung bang, ang sasabihin ng teacher ko, naku ma'am, bagsak yan, ipapasa ko ba yan? Sabi ko, wala tayong magagawa. It's really by the grace of God. Actually, talagang we have to do that. Ma'am, mag-uniform pa ba yung mga estudyante pag magka-class? Maliligo pa ba sila? Uh, pag nandun ba sila, paano yung... Uh, Pwede pa ba sila mag-PM sa crush nila? <laughs> Again, just like what I was telling you a while ago, we have to professionalize the approach. One, may, meron akong tinutulungan na school wherein require nila na pag nakaharap during synchronous meeting, ay nire-require na ang mga bata ay naka-uniform. Now, in the absence of a formal uniform, especially yung mga bago, they are at least requested to wear, as I've said, a clothes na maayos, possible yung white, at related or related sa kulay ng school. So since medyo mahirap yung panahon, so at least if in the absence of a uniform, ang nire-require is at least they will be wearing decent clothes, nakaligo, nakaayos, so that, as I've said, uh, during the synchronous meeting, and just like what we're doing right now, I am your teacher, you are my student. I'm expecting you to act like students inside the classroom. So when they go back to school on August 24, definitely there will still be rules that has to be followed. Especially, Para sa mga estudyante, mag-toothbrush kayo. Mag-toothbrush kayo mga yo. students. Kahit di na amoy yan. Ng, yes. Ano, Eh, ma'am, kamusta po yung mga teachers natin? 
uh, how are they preparing or paano rin sila nakakope up kasi hindi lang yung estudyante yung nahihirapan dito, di ba? Pati mga teachers din, no? And mahirap ma ma din yung transition for them. How are how do you think uh, are they doing? Uh, going back to your question, uh, we ended it that way. The data that we gathered and how we ended it, the pros, the cons, advantages and disadvantages, the problems that we had, became a learning experience for us to ask, for us to develop what we're doing right now. Tama kayo. Kung meron mang isang hirap na hirap ngayon, and I really acknowledge the hard work of teachers right now and administrators in preparing for the coming school year. Sila yon. One, we have to prepare the learning modules. Hindi lahat or the learning content. Actually, it's the content, the experience that we're trying, we're drawing, that we're trying to uh, make the learning experience, as I've, said, as I've said, alive at the same time, meaningful for them especially during the first six months of learning, is sila yung hirap na hirap. Uh, like, on, on my end, I will be asked, there will be deliverables. Like, we are developing how many modules in 82 subjects that will be implemented by next school year. Yun ay senior high school lang. So, what would happen with other subjects? Which is a minimum of seven times four per grade level. So, ganun kadami yung iniahanda namin for us to assure learning. Wow, sobrang dami nun, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And siguro, just to give perspective din to to many of us, may, marami din kasi yung nagpo-push ngayon na academic freeze. Mm -hmm. Na para para safe yung mga estudyante and yun nga, dahil hindi pa prepared. Maybe to give us perspective din, Parang ano siya it's choosing between the devil and the deep blue sea, di ba? So to speak. Pagka tinuloy natin, meron tayong, yan, we will take the, run the risk of uh, exposing our students to, to the virus and yung, uh, yung difficulties of adjusting. But if we do an academic freeze, maraming libo-libong teachers naman yung mawawalan ng, ng trabaho, di ba? Ngayong, ngayong school year. Uh, really yung yung ganitong situation cause for us to pray for wisdom and pray really for for God to put an end to to this crisis or to help us to guide our decision makers paano nga ba natin to ina navigate because marami talagang factors eh na consider and we want to honor educators who are really doing their best para magtuloy-tuloy pa rin yung learning yung education Maybe this is also a call for the students to also level up the game ng yung commitment nila in terms of their own learning. Uh, gaya nga nung sabi nyo kanina, ma'am, yung knowledge is borderless. Mm -hmm. And yung, yung learning din, uh, hindi lang siya din nakakonfine eh sa, sa subject. Mm -hmm. And four corners of the classroom. It's not yes. confined within the four corners of the classroom, yeah. At yung bago nating classroom can be the home that we are in at ano yung mga ano yung mga character na nade-develop sa atin uh, during this time yung adversity quotient natin yung resourcefulness natin yung personal leadership and discipline natin maybe sa mga sa kagaya nating nagdi-disciple ng next generation maganda rin yun na na i-frame no maybe kasi marami talaga sa mga sa marami sa atin yung Uh, skeptical talaga, cynical pagdating dito sa idea na wag na kasi munang ituloy, pwede namang hindi eh. Or baka maybe to balance it out, pwede rin tayong magbigay ng ano ng bigger perspective and vision uh, mm -hmm. when it comes to learning, personal uh, self-leadership or self-government. Uh, perfect din na opportunity to involve the parents in the learning process. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Dave or Ma'am Eva? Ang daming laman ng context na yun ni Jello. So, isa-isahin natin. Mm -hmm. no? um, uh, one thing is certain, in the mind of an educator or in the mind of the educators, and just like what uh, Secretary Briones has really so um, firm about, is education must go on. It cannot be stopped. Is it basically about the millions of teachers who will be losing their jobs? No, that's only secondary. We always go back 
to why education exists and that is because of the students. Sasabihin nyo, eh yun nga po eh, ayaw namin silang pabalikin sa skwelahan kasi may COVID pa. Kailangan makatagpo muna ng vaccine bago kami bumalik sa school. Weighing between uh, having a having a a COVID at that age or baka marami sa kanila would be drastically affected if the school will not go on. Ha? Ano ibig sabihin mo ma'am nun? Okay, let me categorically explain myself. One, when we were so firm about I'm speaking about educators. Of education cannot stop. No one can stop it. It's because we are coming from the idea that this is not the first time, pandemic is not the first time that happened, or calamity is not the first time that happened, that education will stop. These are certain opportunities na magbabago talaga, not just the philosophy behind education, the manner it will be conducted, at the same time, the frame of mind of every Filipinos, every individual, or even the whole world, on how education will be delivered. Tama si Jello. It's not confined within the four corners of the classroom because we have already proven na hindi siya nasa loob lang ng classroom. And if knowledge is borderless, the same thing is true with learning. And how do we go about us? about that. This is what we're doing right now, that we are preparing for that kind of norm. Now, tulad nga, hindi babalik sa classroom. It will take some time. And we go with that. Right? Now, so, for us to address our claim that students have to go back to school, that's the reason why that we are preparing this learning management systems. We're in Education will go on. We will still be able to deliver that commitment that education will go on in different avenues that will ensure not only the health protection of our students, but their entire family. Kaya nga po ang nakalagay sa schedule dito sa Pilipinas is the first six months, we will not go back to school. And the learning systems procedures na inaayos namin ngayon is gearing towards that. This is the reality that we have to embrace right now. It's a sad reality, but this is something that we have to embrace. The times are changing na talaga din. We are really exactly. entering a new normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, sabi nga natin, may isa akong na ano, no, pero kinontextualize ko na lang. Uh, minsan ang tingin natin dito sa pandemic, parang ambon. Di ba pag naambunan, nagpapatila ka lang. Yeah. Uh, minsan ang tingin naman bagyo. Which, di ba pag bagyo, ang goal mo lang mag-survive. But this is not, hindi siya parang ambon o bagyo eh. Para siyang ice age mm-hmm. na magbabago talaga ng, ng lifestyle natin and all. Yeah. So ma'am, we've heard at least a, a general picture of what the landscape would be in the view of the students and now in the view of the teachers. Now, as campus missionaries and in-campus ministry, how, what do you think? How can we help our students and how can we help our teachers in this new normal that is in school year 2020 to 2021? One of the silver lining of this COVID-19 is the significance of your role. Whether we like it or not, these students are really looking for, in, in, uh, together with their parents, your role will be reaching out to them. These students, these children are really looking for people whom they can look up to, whom they can see that despite of the abnormalcy of the situation, will give him somehow hope will give him some them somehow ng what they are supposed to embrace. And actually, I would like to con- con- consider you as frontliner teachers. Kayo yung muna. Alam nyo kung bakit. One, other than ang stability ng emotions, ang kailangan nating address, which I would like you to capitalize right now, is you have to make sure na you will be providing them with certain ideas. Secondary ang magiging role ng teacher dito, ha? Kayo yung magiging frontliner ko ngayon. Kasi, uh, 
one of the things, yung, yung study na ipinresent ko sa inyo, wherein some of them are asking what would happen to my future, what would happen to me, ano tong sinasabi nila, kailangan i-embrace ko na tong new normal na to. Most probably, the teachers right now are busy preparing for those modules. Kayo. Kayo ang pwedeng mag-reach out sa kanila to prepare them, to make them aware that what you are seeing right now is your reality. Possibly, ang mga teachers, they have no capability of doing that. And you, who are the campus missionaries, has a great role of do that. One thing is, one, baka kayo mismo ang dapat unang mag-embrace to this normalcy. No? We will ask the wisdom of the Lord, the, the, the guidance from the Lord, that how we will see this ourselves. Kasi tayo yung mag-minister sa kanila, like on my end. Ang una kong pinagawa sa mga teachers ko, bago ko sila pinagawa ng mga modules na yan, is for them to realize, as early as last week of March, kasi I have a friend in the US, na itinigil na talaga nila, nag-graduation na sila agad, mass promotion. Sabi ko, if that happened in the US, the more that it's more likely dito sa Pilipinas. Ang problema na lang natin, sobrang late yung reaction natin, tama. That's why it's hard for us to prepare. So, kayo, yung magiging role ninyo, just like what I did with my teacher is, this is something that you have to embrace. Kung hindi nyo ma-embrace itong pagbabago na to, this drastic change that happened in our lifetime, then you will not be able to move, not move on, but to move forward. Tama? At yon ang magiging role ninyo. Right now that the state students are still on vacation, I would highly encourage you not just to go on with what you're doing, but kayo mismo ang, ang hihiling ko na mag-prepare sa kanila in facing this moment. Capitalize this opportunity why they are still not in school. Kasi pag nasa school na sila by August, ay ngayon tayo dapat mag-revitalize ng pwede nilang ano. And uh, isang challenge ko is you yourself, you educate yourself. And this is the very thing that you have to do. Kayo na rin yung magiging source nila na, ah, ito pala yung aasangan nyo. Ito pala yung makikita natin in the future. At, in, in, in you, and when you are preparing them, let's say, kasi baka lo and behold, magulat sila pagdating ng August. Ay, ganito pala. So they are not prepared emotionally, spiritually. And uh, like what I've said, since some of them have that kind of fear, what had happened in, in in their future? What could happen for the next months to come? Kayo yon. That will be the role that you're going to, to do. No? Yan yung magiging napaka-significant role na gagampanan mo. That's, that's a very empowering statement, ma'am, when you right. said na tayo talaga yung, ano, mm-hmm. yung campus ministry, whether you're a campus missionary or maybe a student, discipling another student. Mm-hmm. Tayo talaga exactly. yung silver lining behind the clouds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for us to embrace it na nga, kasi papunta talaga tayo doon. True. And the, the best thing that we can do is to step up and embrace the role as spiritual yeah. frontliners dito. Na while the teachers are preparing for the learning side of things, yung, yung educational side of things, we, we, we must be in partnership with the educational system, institutions to provide naman yung yung spiritual needs and yung yung spiritual emotional uh, needs na pwede nating i-provide sa mga students besides that what we're called to do diba we empower students for leadership integrity faith mm-hmm. and excellence mm-hmm. right at sa ganitong landscape uh, how do we teach students as disciple makers as people who are reaching to the next generation how how do we impart leadership sa kanila uh, sa sa ganitong setup kasi parang it's every man for himself eh di ba yung yung setup na kanya-kanya uh, tayo pero we can really empower them to step up in leadership to inspire yeah. other students mm-hmm. to develop personal uh, study habits uh, yung mga ganung bagay integrity mm-hmm. lalo na yung integrity no kasi very prone ang cheating <laughs> very mm-hmm. prone din yung lack of self discipline no uh, dahil mm-hmm. nga pwede ka talagang ano eh, mag, mag, mag-squander, magwalwal, di ba? So, Meron uh, nga akong idea eh. Why don't you create a virtual student center wherein they can hang out? And you will not just be provided. I, I came to know the Lord when I was in my school. And there was what we call Agape Student Center. I don't, I know, if, I don't know if you know, Jello. And there's yeah. a place that we can hang out. Now, we can capitalize that. 
baka pwede tayong magkaroon ng hangout place for uh, ano, social media group na they can ask questions, they can uh, ventilate, and even uh, give us some tips. Tama ka yung about uh, study habits during this. So those would be your role. Medyo other than magiging a spiritual leaders tayo and mentors, we can also try to be somehow um, social individuals. Yun yung isang area. Remember, uh, meron danger of them being confined most, most of those time na nasa social media sila, right? Then, let's capitalize the social media in giving them how to be uh, uh, if, uh, no, what you call this, disciplined, at the same time be effective, you're right, uh, leaders, and let them also contribute doon sa, like peers, peer counseling, peer learning. So, ang avenue nyo dyan sa student hangout na pwede nyo gawin is, you will not just be there, you can also help them. May mag-tutor, may magaling sa inyo sa math, si Jello magaling sa research sa English. So, yung mga yun, reach, reach out to them in that way because those are the things that they, need, that they would need. If, if there is an absentee parent who will help them go to their work in school, so right. kung kaya nyo mag-upload kayo ng mga uh, tips on how to research, tips on how to do this, that will help a lot and you will attract them. No? Yun yung magiging way of attracting them because other than, remember, you have to feed what they did, need right now. And we have to fill in that gap. We have to fill in that gap. And I see you, campus ministers, to do that. Marami kayong gagawin. Marami akong assignment sa inyo. <laughs> Thank you very much, <laughs> Parang, it's true. We are in a new normal. This is a new landscape. Pero I believe, by the grace of God, He is with us. Yeah, we will true, true, overcome. True. Thank you very much, Ma'am Eva. Thank you for that very, very strong encouragement sa atin that we are frontliners and we are part of that silver lining. And marami pa tayo mapag-uusapan about that and we will discuss that topic and that idea further in our next episode. And I'm excited on how we can maximize and how we can make the most of the opportunity that is in front of us today. Once again, this is Today on Campus, a podcast where we talk about cultural moments that students experience. This podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, and Podbean. For show notes, check out encleaders.ph. You can also connect with us on ENC Leaders on Facebook. I am Dave. And I am Jello. And thank you for listening. And I hope you listen to our next episode where we process all of these things. <laughs>